Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, everybody? Welcome back in to another edition of SSPN Post Game. We got another W, Ethan, and tonight, so far... It felt like, as DeJounte said, they needed to build off the win, and they did it tonight in this performance uh, against a good Eastern Conference team. As of right now, I was impressed with what I saw from the Wizards at the beginning of the game and the way that they were playing, just the amount of spacing that they have from that Lakers trade. You know, you don't really think too much of Kyle Kuzma and Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, but you felt their impact tonight when we were playing them. Same with Montrez Harrell. Uh, but Ethan, what were your overall thoughts on this one before we jump into our awards? I am really surprised that we stayed in the game for as long as we did and managed to pull away in the fashion that we did late in the game because the Wizards are surprisingly a very good team, in my opinion. 13-8, and eight, but they only have one all-star. That's one more than we have, and a lot of people are high on guys like Kyle Kuzma, like you said, Spencer Dinwiddie, Montrez Harrell, a very deep team indeed. Um, but you know what? The Spurs, they, they, they showed me something tonight, Jude. They showed me what their potential could be if all things click offensively and defensively. And, you know, it helps that Derek White showed up tonight as well. Yeah, I think that's got to be the story. want to say shout out to Nanimo and Asia Robertson. I'm pretty sure y'all are from TSR, so we appreciate you, TSR, if you send them over here. Another great Spurs content creator. We just did uh, a good little talk with him and clan the Spurs fan on his channel a couple of days ago and I think that our takes on Derek White after these past two games uh they're probably shifting a little bit and I think that that's a great segue of just kind of to go into the awards for tonight uh my offensive MVP and defensive MVP or Derek is Derek White um these past two games have kind of felt like that Charlotte game that I always go back to last year where it was 25 and 26. Tonight it was 24 and 22 from those two guys. But even if he shoots 10 for 21, it doesn't matter. Like if he can get 24 points, like if Derek White is scoring 20 points, then this Spurs team I think has a chance to compete with everybody. And that's because DeJounte is doing it consistently. You know, DeJounte just looked like that guy again tonight. Uh, his confidence is through the roof. That that little layup that, you know, he did his best Steph impersonation. I forget who he was driving past on that one. Um, it was great in clutch time, and it really just put a stamp on the run that these guys had in the second half. You know, you let it slip a little bit at the end of the first half after playing pretty even basketball, but the way that they were kind of make able to make those adjustments and and take over, it we really saw some growth tonight. Once again, it's just two games. You got to keep stacking those wins and you got to keep, you know, building. And shout out to TSR. I see him in here. Go Spurs go. Great win. Yes. Uh, Eric Piscina, U2, Asia, F. Nico. Um, yeah. So once again, that's why I got Derek um, with the offensive and defensive MVP tonight. We saw the steals he had, the way that he's just always plucking at the ball. Uh, he gives problems to whoever he's guarding. Um Pretty nasty block, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. So let's swing it to you, my guy. I'm assuming you probably got him as offensive and defensive MVP, too. Uh, What were your thoughts on Derek tonight? 
Derek surprised me. I didn't see this game coming in all honesty because most of it happened in the third quarter. So in the first half, I was like, you know, it's a pretty ordinary game from Derek. He's trying to get other guys involved offensively. He still looks pretty abysmal. But then, you know, he just saw one shot go in and then he saw another one go in. And then all of a sudden, Jude, he was just looking for his own shot, which was a change of pace for me because usually Derek is really looking for other guys first, it seems like, because his shots weren't falling. But tonight, super aggressive getting to the paint. His in-between game was finally falling with his floaters and his his layup package and getting to the free throw line as well. Just everything you could possibly want from Derek White. It seems like his confidence is just you know, was going up as the game progressed. And hopefully that can continue as we move on into further games because this is only one game. I don't want to overreact, but it's, you know, it's a positive move in a positive direction for Derek White, somebody that we absolutely need to play well if we're hoping to get some wins this season. Um, And defensively, like you said, just, you know, always being a pest on ball. That really hasn't been an issue this game. Uh, But holding Bradley Beal to only 18 points is a a tough thing to do, and he managed to do it. And Spencer Dinwiddie as well, to 16 points. Um, Just an incredible performance from Derek White. Yes, Derek, 7 of 9, and 3 of 4 from 3, with 18 points in that third quarter. Really just took over um, for us, because it looked for a little while there like the Wizards were almost like about to slip away and take over the ball game. Um, And he he just kind of put it on himself, playing alongside that bench unit. Um, You know, he was like, I'm the guy, I'm going to lead us, and I'm going to take it upon myself to to really manage the offensive load. And he was able to do that, something that we haven't been able to see uh, prior to this game. Yeah, I think Nick makes a great point here as well, because it seems like Derek was taking the same shots. But, you know, we've talked about it for a while. It's like it feels like Derek needs to get in rhythm, you Mm -hmm. know, game by game to get it going. But you just wonder if maybe because we've seen in past seasons in obviously little spurts because the past two years he's dealt with a lot of injuries. But it's like when he has had those stretches of consistency, this is what it looks like. And so you you want to hope that it's not just another little stretch that doesn't always you know end up happening and it isn't consistent which is what you want from Derek especially with that contract and it's like you know watching this type of game you see the contracts that we you have and I feel like I'm just reiterating the same point but it goes back to that Charlotte thing it's like these are your two guys that are your oldest guys they're your most experienced guys and you need them to show up that's what happened tonight um, but we need it to be consistent and you got to keep stacking it. It's, it's mm-hmm. some hope because it's like, okay, it's two games in a row. And it's like, you felt like it was a switch from what we've seen from the response of all these other games. And it feels like the energy's different when you're watching the team. It feels like the confidence up, it feels like something's different in these two games, but you know, it could be four straight losses after this with the way that the season has gone. But I think that the important thing is like our boy fat boy says, there's so much potential, Right. And um, I think that we've got to talk about something else in this game other than just Derek White. And I think that that's Josh Primo. We got to see more minutes from him in key situations. Mm -hmm. I love the way he pushes the the floor. I love the way he was playing on defense. Um, Him and Trey Jones are pests on defense. That was the way that I could kind of think to describe them. They were giving Bradley Beal some issues, which is great to see from young players, first-year player and a second-year player in Trey Jones. especially when the absence of Devin Bissell, those two threes that he hit were huge. Uh, so you love to see the spacing from him there and the potential from him once again. You just don't see the ceiling with Josh Primo. You just don't see it when he's on the floor. 
Absolutely. He and Trey Jones, I have never seen a time where they're on the court where I've thought, oh, they're afraid of the moment. Like this is too big for them. You know, they obviously are still trying to grow. They just look ready, ready to play NBA level basketball already. And they made a few, you know, mistakes here and there defensively, just like being overly aggressive. But that's their age. They'll kind of figure that out as they continue. But offensively, like you said, pushing the pace in transition, that was something we desperately needed. And I agree with TSR. Bryn's minutes, they just, Primo is ready, man. He hit two for two tonight. I know Bryn had two as well, but just everything you else. You can tell. Yeah, he's just ready he to looks. take that spot. Yeah, I mean, his, his jump shot's pure. I mean, if he's able when to When he pushed the ball court, up the floor and it was yeah. like, it was like cross court and it was just so, it's such a casual pass. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, this kid's 18. Like he should not be doing this right now, but he is. And so, yeah, Primo's ready. We got it from Fatboy, too. And, and like, look, I think that we're not also, like, this isn't Primo's final projection. We're not, like, Primo's ready to come in and take over. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. Last year, Primo played for a very experienced Alabama team, and he was an off-ball shooter. It's yeah. obvious that that's what the Spurs need right now for him to just be a 3 and D guy. And you can tell that you know he can develop. We've seen his Austin tape. We've seen him play in summer league. We've even seen him take the ball up the floor, you know, in, in the preseason. But it's like... You just need an off-ball shooter. He's that guy for you. He can be that guy for you. He's 6'6". He can play three positions. He's yeah. super athletic. I mean, that's all it literally, is. There's no reason to play Bryn instead. That's what it gets down to, in my opinion. Like, the shooting, yeah. Primo can shoot. Primo is a better dribbler. He's got more upside. He's 18 years old. He's four, He's with <laughs> us long-term. Like, what was going on? Trade everyone. Yeah, Tanner's on it. <laughs> Tanner's ready. Primo and against the world. I mean, we might win a couple more games. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Want to give, uh, address a couple things in the comments that's been going on. People have been asking about Devontae Kaycock, and I'm (laughs) I'm sure there's been some jokes in here as well. I know, interesting name, right? What did you just call Um, me? Right, (laughs) exactly. Uh, But he is just um, coming out of college, uh, only 6'7", you know, mainly just an energy guy, a rebounder. He led all all of the NCAA, I think his senior year, wherever he went to college, it was like UNC Wilmington. It was some Mm D2 school, not D2, but like low level D1 school. And uh, that I had never heard of before, before I, you know, looked into Devontae Kaycock and he led the NCAA in rebounds. um, And he's been getting a bunch of boards down in Austin as well. But I don't, I don't see him as somebody who's going to be a, you know, really in the Spurs future he's a two-way guy maybe he takes like Eubanks's spot or something next year is the third string center if things go a certain way I don't know like yeah, yeah I'm not even convinced on that that's like a big maybe um so to address that that's who Devontae Kaycock is and as as you saw when he came and played in they played him next to Jock Landale so he wasn't even playing center even though that's really what he is because he can't shoot but they had to put you know somebody in to have some sort of spacing in that lineup um and speaking of Jock Landale, got a little layup there at the end. <laughs> he was asking for the foul. Uh, I love his personality on the court. Me Even too. though we only get him in like little spurts, it's it's fun to see that from him. He's somebody that I'm really intrigued to see when he gets consistent minutes. And another thing about this team too, Ethan, at the beginning of uh, this the broadcast, watching the game tonight, Devin Vassell, Doug McDermott, and Zach Collins. And I'm watching the Washington Wizards. They're like, these are three, you know, these are going to be three contributor guys, right? These are going to be three rotation players for the Spurs. They aren't even playing. And they put it together tonight and and got a win against a good team. As of right now, I mean, maybe Washington just falls apart for the rest of the season. But this was the best 
looking Washington team, in my opinion, watching them and just organizationally, like structurally as a mm-hmm. roster, this is the best looking team I've seen in Bradley Beal's, you know, entire tenure there. I know there was the whole John Wall thing that they had, but it didn't really work out too well. Um, so just an all around good team win, man. Very, I'm very surprised like you were as well. 17 point win, dude. That doesn't happen very often this season. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen for a while after this. Uh, do you want to move on to the unsung hero of the night? Yes, we can. And I'll just say that, yes, that arena was empty. It was tough. And it's like I was there on Friday. It's just people, you know, it's a Monday night. It's just tough, you know, because yeah. it would have been awesome, especially with those KJ dunks. Um, want to give a shout out to him the way that they started the game. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he he's looking really good. He's another reason why the Spurs won tonight. And, they, you know, they're on this little two game energy. You know, we talk about dj and Derek outplaying beal tonight yes they it's did out, outplay that backcourt which is huge um but keldon johnson's contributions over the past two games and the way that he's looked uh, he also hit that three set the tone to start the game even if he only does it in like little spurts and whether it's at the end of the game middle of the game you know beginning of the game that always sets the tone in any game that it happens in right whether it's the dunks or the threes and so that energy and just enthusiasm that he brings on the floor and like it's i mean it's just the vocalism i guess you could say it's just such a you can tell that tonight whenever he is playing well and then on top of that you have that because you have that every night from keldon um i think it really impacts the other team and it just impact impacts you know who's got kind of control and confidence in the game same thing with like you know Dejounte's kind of kobe face if you want to say like we saw a little bit more of that tonight it's it's like pop said give me some nasty we've seen some nasty the past two nights and kj's a big part of that so shout out to him as well is he your unsung hero uh you know he could be i actually had kieta bates diop written down as my unsung hero had the two little and ones in there and i just think he's 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 the unsung hero he's not doing too much not making any mistakes he's just in there playing that role uh added some size you know we know that kieta bates diop is not like a special player or anything but he's a guy that you can plug and play, and he's going to do the things that you need him to do. Not going to make very many mistakes. I just like his frame at that four right now yeah. for the Spurs. And I think that's why he's starting. It's not necessarily that he's the best four on the roster. It's just that his size, his skill set, um, and just the way that, you know, kind of next to DeJounte. And and maybe this is, you know, something that has to do with the way that DeJounte and Derek have been able to open things up more is you're throwing somebody else in that starting lineup who – I mean, I guess who was it before Keita Bates? It was Doug McDermott. Doug McDermott. Yeah, so still less shots uh, from that yeah. spot, even though it's still obviously we know Doug is an off-ball guy. But like, I think that's definitely allowed Derek White to take more shots, which has allowed him mm-hmm. to get in rhythm. So hopefully he can continue. And KJ, uh, over the last nine games, just going back to that point here, TSR brings up something great. Y'all go check out his channel if you have it. Does live streams of the games and other games. Uh, for his favorite teams as well. Uh, 18 for 30 on three-pointers, 60%. That's insane. So really has turned around mm-hmm. uh, that early season slump. And <laughs> as Tanner says, KVD is quite literally the best power forward in uh, Quite literally. Oh, my gosh, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. KVD, not a legit four, and I think this is kind of what I was going for, but, like, he's he's filling like he is a body there right now 
and it's and he's not like causing anything bad to happen. Yeah, you know, which is, I know what you mean. Which is actually like really important because if we didn't have anybody there, we would just be completely abused in that position. So shout out to him for making the team, and then you know now he's, look, he's he's getting unsung hero awards from SSPN, which I know is just the most dignified thing of all time. It's just a step <laughs> above a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award. Yeah, just a step. it's just a step I think, above. I think that KBD came into the season and this was his main goal. So congrats yeah. on doing it, November 29th, twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, facts. I think so too. But my my unsung hero, same position, but a different player, Thaddeus Young. Or I guess you could say he's a center, but I consider him a power forward. Um, I'm just gonna say it, Jim. I'm gonna rip it off like a band aid. Say it. My man Drew Eubanks was playing pitiful tonight. It was he had that block, but that was it. That was it. It was just bad. Offensively bad. Defensively bad. Bad. Um, his picks mid everything mid um but but Thaddeus Young came in in that second half he only had 13 minutes tonight but he just energized the team both as a playmaker and as a scorer five for seven tonight he made Montrez Harrell Montrez Harrell's new name is Thaddeus Young is Thaddeus Young's son uh because Montrez Harrell couldn't do anything with old head Thaddeus Young did I say that right Montrez Harrell couldn't do anything with old yes head yes yes <laughs> Thaddeus Young yeah scoring defense everything you could possibly want from him he and Derek White, to me, were the spark plugs that really pushed us past the Wizards. Obviously, DJ came back in and kind of you know finished them off. But those two paired up in the third quarter, toward the end of the third quarter and start of the fourth quarter, really propelled our offense past um, the Wizards. Because you know, as much as I liked Drew Eubanks, there's no way he could have done what Thaddeus Young was able to yeah. do tonight. Um, and just doing all those little things that he's known for doing, a very gritty defensive player, uh, had a really nice... like poke the ball loose play running yep, in transition. I know exactly I, what you're talking about. Yep. He's just known for doing that, man. And I know he's not a center. Um but if my if my man Drew Eubanks doesn't keep playing as badly as he is, um, you're gonna have to, you know, take his minutes away, give him to Thaddeus, at least until um Zach Collins is back. Or even, you know, Jacques Landell, you brought him up. Maybe we start giving him a few more minutes too, because you know, I like Drew Eubanks. I think occasionally he brings some great energy to the team. He's a great, you know, roller to the basket. But, you know, at a certain point, you got to start cutting the ties. And I think this might be that moment for him, unless Pop just can't take the minutes away from him because he's known for doing that as well. Yeah. Gave him, you saw that Drew knew what was happening. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Pop gave him a little, you know, pat on the butt. It's like he's playing hard. It just, it's not clicking. But, I'm glad you brought up Thaddeus Young, dude, because the first thing that I was thinking, I and I know I didn't say it, but going into tonight's game, I was like, all right, finally, Thaddeus Young can go in and play Montrez Harrell and like mm-hmm. actually be able to like do what he's supposed to do because they're both 6'7", 6'8", and you saw the results of it. He's just a veteran. He's got the little hook shot. It doesn't look pretty. It's ugly, but it's good. Oh yeah. man, it feels good. It's ugly, but it feels Paused. good. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Um, anyway, I've heard that before. Um wanna also just get a little off topic here. Uh Asia, I see that you've talked about mods in the chat. I don't I, I don't even know how to set up mods. I would definitely love to set up moderators. Luckily, we haven't had any issues in the chat so far. Everybody keeps it pretty. It's a friendly vibe here. It's all Spurs Nation. Nothing disrespectful, nothing like that. We don't allow that here. Um, but you know, we, we got a good crew. We'll look into getting that set up, um, but I don't really know how to do that. Anyways, just had seen that a couple times. Thaddeus Young, great game. 
And let me see how many points he had at the end of the day. I don't have the box score pulled up. I had it pulled up he earlier. Had 10. Okay, he had 10. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we had some technical difficulties before the stream, y'all. We got it. We got it figured out, though, luckily. Um, so Fat boy trying to donate. Appreciate the thought. <laughs> yes, yes, we appreciate it. I think we got to get to 1,000 before we can do Super Chats, so... Appreciate y'all for sure. Uh, DeJounte also almost another triple-double tonight. I didn't even realize that. I was yeah. kind of just watching the game on mute, not really watching stats. Um, but I will say also, even though Bryn does repeatedly get beat on defense, it feels like. He had a good shooting night, which, you know, that we got to give – look, we got to give him some credit, you know, somewhere. And Jakob, another double-double tonight as well, had two blocks and a steal also – um, but with Jakob tonight, even though obviously he got the win, so it doesn't matter, but he was getting bullied defensively, especially in that first half down there by Daniel Gafford. There were a lot of plays where he got beat by Daniel Gafford and that was a little bit uncharacteristic. Hopefully that's just a one game thing. And, you know, he picks it back up and luckily everybody else had a great night tonight. Um, but that was something else that I kind of had written down getting into just the end of our post game recaps and things that we did well, some things we still need to get better at. I wrote down Bryn getting beat on defense. That's just something that's going to consistently happen. Luckily he made a couple shots for us tonight. Um, but the other thing I have written down, this is the last thing I had written down, Ethan Primo was playing solid help defense on the perimeter and in the post. Like, so once again, no, no argument for keeping Brent on the floor because it's like the thing that he does bad. I literally wrote down about how Primo was doing good at it. So that's, I think, I think that's my major takeaway of like maybe something that we learned in this game. We, you know, we still need to see all of this more consistently um, whenever it comes to the future uh, of who's going to get minutes. And, you know, cause who knows, Derek white could go cold for another nine games. And then we're sitting back having the same conversation. But as of right now, it really feels like, you know, pop's been listening to the YouTube community a little bit. He's given Primo some minutes and we are reaping the benefits so far. Let's see if he gives them more. Let's see if he gives them more. I think it might be realistic. I really do. I do as well. I think he might be listening a lot more than we think Jude, because I saw I was I was really looking for it this game an improvement to me was we stopped switching so many times off of screens it seemed like we were really doing like a deliberate effort to chase our men and I think that might have been because we had Bradley Beal to worry about but it seemed like both DeJounte and Derek were really fighting through those screens to you know really lock up um, some of those talented guards on the other side of the court and to me that really helped our team defense overall and it led to a lot of turnovers for the Wizards and we out scored them in transition points 17 to 0 tonight so that goes to show you if we continue to play fast and up tempo uh and really get on those balls because pause Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a recipe for for winning because we're such a fast and young team and really great in transition especially when we got keldon johnson running the court uh, a big body as he does that raging bull (laughs) um transition offense transition defense was also phenomenal tonight um, but we still need to improve on, uh, I, I don't know. I just said, take Brent out of the game and then move Thad to the backup center. Honestly, um, that, I mean, that was just the only thing that was glaring tonight. We out rebounded them 51 to 40, which was a great, a great thing as two games in a row, you where we've managed to out rebound our opponent, which is really difficult with that's huge a lack of size. Um, so yeah, that was a great thing as well. And if you care about plus minus, everybody was plus tonight, except for Eubanks and Trey Jones. So that's another plus. 
Yeah, just looking at some of the other big stats here, 8 for 18 from 3, which is 44%. It rounds out to about that. Um, Believe it or not, the Wizards made more threes than us and shot 29%, took a lot more, missed a lot more, but still made more threes than us tonight. And, you know, you win by almost 20. Um, 53% overall on the night as well, which is... That's that's about ten more shots than they made overall. So that that was the difference there, just straight up. Um, did better on free throw shooting. We're still missing a lot. You know, yeah. 10, <laughs> 10, 10 for sixteen. Glad you made ten, but that's still something that can get a little bit better. But like you're saying, you know, the the rebounds, winning that by fifty one to forty. That's huge, especially with this team. But I think that's also the product of actually playing a team that, you know, you can match up with. Like, hey Thaddeus, here's someone you can finally like be, you know, be yourself against just realistically. Yeah. Oh, it was so good to see. It was so good to see. And yes, we do like other sports besides basketball. I see that in the chat a little bit as well. But this is where we're talking Spurs only. It's it's SSPN, it's the Spurs Sports Programming Network. So we appreciate y'all being here. But any other overall thoughts on this game, Ethan? Uh, one thing, I don't know if we've mentioned it yet, just really big of these guys, you know, mentally to have the the awareness to stay a in a game away. when they got down by 10 and to fight back and, and win by 17, pretty much all taking place in the second half, um, you know, that, that shows a lot, you know, especially since we have such a young team with only basically one, unless you count DeJounte as a veteran, one veteran and Thaddeus Young. Um, so that, that's a great building block to take moving forward in the season. Yeah, another thing I didn't realize, this is probably the biggest stat of the night, uh, kept everybody on their team under 20 points, specifically Bradley Beal, 8 for 21, 1 for 5 from 3, 18 points. You know, he, he had to pass, 8 assists, but still, you know, you kept Dinwiddie played a really efficient game, but you kept him in check, didn't do anything crazy. Um, really, the only thing you did was you forced shots to kcp and he made a lot of them but it, it wasn't enough at the end of the day a yeah. lot of those assists from bradley beal were, were to kcp and it's like you just rather yes kcp is a sniper but at the same time it's like you'd rather have kcp taking shots than bradley beal at the end of 100%. the day so just a just a solid job just a solid job spurs tube tv in the house we appreciate you my guy thank you for being in here and um yeah, uh, I think this might be a great way to end the show. Bryn Forbes, better than Bradley Beal confirmed, um, biggest signing of the offseason. And, you know, he's going to get cut at the end of the year. So what does that say about Bradley Beal? That's true. Doesn't even need to be on the NBA anymore. <laughs> nope, just needs to be cut after tonight. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, going back to a little bit more serious topics, my man, Million Canoe. One, once again, just want to reiterate, like you said, Ethan, yeah. uh, the mental side of this tonight and the way that it looked on the floor specifically. I feel like if you've been watching this team, you could tell a difference in body language tonight with this win. We've seen other wins where the body language wasn't the same. So I think that's why right now we're really feeling really happy and this is feeling like, okay, you know, we had that player only meeting that we kind of totally missed last week um and didn't really talk about it but that was something that happened i believe devin vassell was the main guy kind of orchestrating that um and it feels like there's been a little bit of a, a mindset shift mm-hmm. but just remember guys look if everything you know ends up going back to how after these next two games ends up going back to how the beginning of the season starts all that matters is bigger draft stock and it just means that we're going to get 
you know, a more talented player. Every loss just means a more talented player. So just, you know, if we could get something together, start winning some games, awesome. You know, we start taking some L's again. Look, there's, you got to find the good in everything. And we're, you know, we, this is a good little stretch here, but it's only two games. So hopefully they can keep it up. I'm surprised. I didn't realize Lonnie Walker only had three points. Um, yeah. That's, that's kind of crazy that we still managed to play this as well as we did without him being. This like was a, a joke, my man, Kizzy. <laughs> yeah. We do that a lot. In the yeah. Show. And, and also without Devin Vassell. Like, that's kind of like he's and been huge. Lonnie found ways to contribute tonight. Like, he did. And it's it, still a rough game for him if I had to grade it overall. But in the clutch, got that big steal. Um, shout out to Film Room. Hey, y'all go check out the channel, Film Room. We got some dope Lonnie Walker highlights over there. Maybe a collab soon. Those are my guys. That's all I got to say. Um, but going back to what I was talking about, which now I completely lost my train of thought. Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell. Okay, so he was out. Well, I was talking about Lonnie Walker, I think. Lonnie Walker. Yeah, Lonnie. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's all good. Now, we figured it out regardless. Drew Eubanks. Right. <laughs> Insert names. random yeah. player. Yeah, no, but Lonnie... Not the greatest game, but still found ways to contribute kind of later. If you look at the stat sheet, he got about five boards, I believe. Um, let me see. Yes, and two steals, but also had a steal, or no, two assists, excuse me, a steal and a block. So was able to make some plays defensively, but still, he's just a guy who kind of sometimes looks out of place too. Or it's like you get him in a position where it's good and he doesn't make shots. And it's like, remember how last night, literally, I said the one thing that it feels like Lonnie does is he makes shots sometimes didn't make and shots tonight and times. it was like it, luckily he got that clutch steal late i mean that was like he can contribute in in, in some way so i mean I, I that was more of like less of a positive thing on lonnie and just like a positive thing on like lonnie's effort like not on yep. his overall game like thank you for at least trying to do something when it's mm-hmm. not working out even his though effort's you always did. there even though what you did wasn't that significant, if that makes sense. So, yeah, love you too, my guy, Film. Y'all go check those out for sure. Um, and, yeah, that's why, you know, maybe for the rest of the season, Lonnie should prioritize his defense because the shot isn't falling. I remember there was one specific play where I think Derek missed a three and then DeJounte got a rebound, and then it was, like, the same spot in the right corner where Lonnie got it, and then it was another miss, and it was just like, oh, that's where yeah. you could come in and – you know, save the day a little bit, but it's just not happening. Another reason why you might see a little bit more uh, of, well, a lot more of Primo next season if Lonnie's not on the roster because that's something that he is doing. And we'll, we'll see how Wheezy keeps developing. You never know if those Wheezy jump shots are going to are gonna pull through in the start of the 2022-23 season. <laughs> that's true. But... Yep, I think final takeaway here, Lonnie playing himself out of a new contract. That's that's one thing you could also take away in tonight's game through all the success. Unfortunately, Lonnie still just wasn't able to find his place in that success where Trey Jones, even though his stat sheet wasn't very filled, like his he was a pest. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we all want to see Zach. We all want to see him in due time, fat boy, in due time. But I think that'll wrap up this post game, Ethan. What do you think? Any any final thoughts for the people, for the SSPN fans? We appreciate all of y'all being in here and the TSR people who are in here tonight as well. Shout out to you, TSR. I just love watching these guys play, dude. Even if we're playing badly, it's just nice to see our young guys finally getting a chance to prove themselves. 
Yeah, this team is so fun to watch. And yes, TSR, the raid did help. We appreciate it. It's Spurs Nation over here. We're excited to watch this team. It was another positive night. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel if you enjoyed what we had. You can follow us on Twitter if you want to stay updated. It's just our names and underscore in between the first and the last for Ethan. It's just straight mine. You see it right here and then you can also follow and subscribe to spurs tube tv uh and spurs tv.com there is some merch there uh so if you want to go check that out please do we appreciate all y'all in here tonight million film room michael serva asia laura latin tsr everybody tanner robertson, tanner robertson yes boudet <laughs> we appreciate all y'all and we'll catch y'all in the next one go spurs go go spurs go